You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Run the Riot podcast. It's 2024. Man, 2023 flew by. It's crazy. But we're back. (laughs) And we're starting off the year with a couple that you might be familiar with, Chase and Casey Hammond with Ultraverse Supplements. Man, we get to catch up with them. They've had a lot going on. And it'll just fun just to visit, to catch up, talk about their new 200-miler that's going to be out in Colorado called the Summit 200. And we talk about how their Cowboy 200's been going and just all kinds of things. It was a great conversation. But before we get started, man, you know, we've all been doing our New Year's resolutions and trying to do some things better. And, you know, for a while in the afternoons, I would just get really, really tired. And man, I was I was drinking energy drinks. And, you know, I like to do things naturally. I like to do things that I could pronounce the chemicals that are in it, you know. And so I've been trying to stay away from those things. And I discovered something called Magic Mind. It's like a little shot and it's green and it's cool and it works. And so when I need that like extra focus, you know, like right after lunch, when I'm working, when I'm writing, when I'm recording a podcast, you know, it replaces those energy drinks and it, man, it just doesn't have all that crazy stuff in it. It's got all natural things in it. It's got matcha. It's got some things I can't pronounce. It's got bacopa, ashwagandha, rhodiola, rosea, lion's mane, cordyceps, all those things. And see, all that to say, the stuff works, all right? (laughs) And only this January, they're going to help you gear up to crush your 2024 goals and your New Year's resolutions fully focused. You get one month for free when you're subscribing for three months at the link that I'm going to have in the show notes. And with my code RIOT20, I'll have that in the show notes too, it's an extra 20% off. So that gets you to 75% off. And that only lasts until the end of January. So hurry up before it goes away. Now let's get to our podcast. Well, today on the Run the Riot podcast, I've got the Hammonds again from Ultraverse Supplements and Racing and all kind of stuff. How you guys doing? Doing really well. We are well. doing fantastic. Thanks for having us again. Yeah, man. Where are you guys where are you guys at right now? We're in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. We've, we've been here since July, moved in July. It's kind of always our dream to move to the mountains and Doug Glenwood Springs, among some other places. And we decided this was the place for us. And we've been loving it ever since. Sweet. We did the, we did the RV lifestyle for a year before that, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. We enjoyed it, but it was too much. We didn't get to go far enough away yeah. since we had yeah. all the races. So we had to come back all the time. So we kind of decided maybe we'll try that again later. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys still have the RV? We don't. No, no we sold okay. that. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, where is Glenwood Springs? I didn't look it up. Where, where, uh, you know, what's it near? So you know where Breckenridge is? Breckenridge, Colorado. Yep. Um, it's, yep. it's about an hour and a half west of there. It's not too far from Aspen, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Okay, about cool, cool. That, uh, from um, Grand Junction. Also. Okay, okay. I, I spent a lot of time in the... Um, well, we had some pro- some land that we sold up near in Como, near Fair Play, huh? all that that area and stuff. And anyway, we're, we're still looking. Uh, we'd like to buy out there and get some property that the property we had before it was under HOA and stuff. And we couldn't really camp out on it and all that. But I want something, want something almost almost off the grid. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, cool. yeah. it was it's... only about three hours from Moab, mm-hmm. so I mean, oh. not too far from Moab. Yeah. Well, that's pretty. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. My, that's that's pretty cool. So you guys are in, you know, spitting distance from a lot of cool stuff then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Kind of part of why we picked it. We mm-hmm. like the easy, easy access to those kind of places. So, yeah. Well, so the big question, since since you moved and you're now living in, you know, what I call, you know, paradise you know, in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> have you guys been able to take advantage of living in the mountains and, and hiking, trekking, running and all that? You've been able to do it? Not as much as we want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah, yeah. Well, when we moved, it was July, which is kind of right in the heart of our busy race season. So okay. I'd say between July and October, we were gone. So much. I mean, I don't know. We might. We were gone nervous. more than we were here. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Gotcha. Because I mean, every race that you go to, especially the 
super long ones. You got to be there a few days in advance. And for like cowboy, we like to be there probably five or six days in advance. And then the race lasts that long. And then it takes about that long to clean up. So you're looking at two to three weeks for a race like that, that you're gone, you know? Yeah. But we definitely hiked a lot when we first mm -hmm. moved out here. I did a lot of peak bagging. She didn't do quite as much, but, but we did a lot of hiking and the training has just been awesome. Fantastic. There's a trail about a quarter of a mile from our door. Oh, uh, yeah. We live in an apartment complex here and it goes up about 2000 feet and three and a half miles. Nice. Turn around and do it all over again and come back. So it's, it's been fun. We're not having any shortage of elevation training. Yeah. Nice. It's hard to break flats. <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> nice. Not that I'm looking. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fantastic, man. I have a, uh, have a friend, in fact, I'm coaching him and he moved to Denver for work and man, looking forward to, to, to hitting the, you know, doing some, and he did it first. And now he's like, I've been so busy. I was like, dude, you better get out there. I'm gonna come in there and kick your butt, you know, to get the, hit your weekend runs, man, go, go climb something, you know? Yeah. 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 No, that's fantastic. So how did, how did this race season go guys? I mean, you know, I, I was watching and you guys, like you said, you've been, you were busy, but how'd all the races go? As far as the races that we put on? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, it was fantastic. I mean, with the exception of Katie getting canceled, the rest of the races were just phenomenal. Yeah. You know, no issues whatsoever. Hell Creek was Brutal. Awesome, but <laughs> it's it's odd. <laughs> brutal, you know. I mean, it's just a race that we'll always remember because of yeah. that. Cowboy was Cowboy was, was fantastic. Awesome totally different weather. from the year before because the year before we had it in November, and this year we had it in the end of November, and this year we had it mid September. So the temperature was drastically different. Yeah, so, so in my opinion. Well, yeah, talk, talk about that because we've, so my good friend Edie is running it next year. She's the race director at Lugaru in South Louisiana oh, and cool. and she signed up and, you know, I'm in on her, uh, every, if everything works out, I plan on being there to help crew and, and pace and all that stuff. And so we've had, we've had some, some Zooms and we're, you know, talking about it and, and we inter we talked to, to a guy, I don't remember his name, who ran it the first year and he said it was cold, it was so cold, <laughs> but, but with it. With the, the change, it sounds like it was almost like a totally different race. Mm -hmm. It was. Mm -hmm. It was. It was actually warm. I mean, yeah. it was about low 80s during the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, a couple of days compared to, you know, below freezing wind chill. I think it still got chilly-ish one night, but not nothing like below freezing like it was yeah. the year before. Like people's bottles were frozen. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Uh, well, so... The first year of Cowboy, was that you guys' first year putting on a 200? Yes, that was yeah. our first 200. Mm -hmm. So what did you learn that from that first year that you incorporated into the second year besides changing the date so people didn't freeze <laughs> and their bottles didn't freeze? But what, you know, what were, did you guys make any, any big changes or something? Or, or was it, did you kind of nail it on the first go? I don't think we made it. Any, we basically just, just nailed it. Excellent. Okay. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> We got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we didn't make too big of changes. I mean, yeah. Besides the date, everything basically stayed the same. Nice. That's we incorporated good. live. I mean, the live big tracking. the big change we made was we incorporated GPS tracking. And that nice. was a huge change, actually. And that made really easier. made yeah. things so much better for the runners, for their crew, and for us. So mm -hmm. that was a massive change. I guess. Yeah, because last year we were kind of just guessing when people were going to be coming and we had yeah. a, one volunteer basically his entire job was to just stay ahead of first place so we knew where we needed to be when yeah and so it kind of freed up us freed up our volunteers they would know like hey i've got an hour and a half before anybody's coming i can go take a nap if i need to we could go yeah. take a nap if we needed to yeah kind of things like that so it made the logistics a lot easier for sure yeah that, that makes a lot of sense i'm sorry then, as you know, I mean, it just creates every, it makes kind of a live experience for everyone at home too. You know, it makes it more fun and everyone can track their runner. Well, yeah. And that's part of the fun, you know, when we're out doing, you know, doing the, the other 200s and stuff. And, and I, I have people that met, that I meet, talk to like at church or at, at school where I work and all they're like, Hey man, I tried you the whole weekend. It's like, I didn't even know you knew I was running, you know? And it was just really, it, it's a cool experience to have people involved. And so even, 
even though it's it's not as you know the cowboy is it's not as like remote as say bigfoot or something like that but but yeah. it, it 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 helps all the way around you know for crew Definitely. for you guys and and just for people to be a part of it so yeah that's awesome absolutely yeah well so so what happened with the the KD cuz i was excited to see how that was going to go you know 225 mile race in missouri I know a lot of, you know, some of my friends were pumped to go and, and race it. And, and then you guys had a, a, a permit issue or something that, that just kind of blindsided you, man. What, what happened with that? And, and, and have you recovered emotionally? <laughs> <laughs> so we were in Summit working on the Summit. Yeah. And we got an email saying that they were made aware of this event and we needed to get a permit. I replied and said, hey, we've had a permit since February. November last year. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, oh, my apologies. You're right. I did, did some research. So it sounded like they had forgot about it or they were under, they were, couldn't remember what we were doing. And, and <clears throat> she had asked if, she's like, well, you're not going to be running overnight, are you? I'm like, well, of course we are. Yeah. It's a 225-mile continuous race, like we had originally said, and, and it just kind of snowballed from there. I don't know. We begged and begged and begged and begged, and we're, we were like, we're willing to do whatever we need to do. Just let us have it this one year. You know, people have invested yeah. so much into this. Yeah. Ten days out from the race, you're telling us that we can't have this race anymore. Yeah. And, you know, we, we had the permit in hand. Yeah. Uh, like she said about a year in advance. We didn't open registration until we had the permit. Yeah. And yeah. We knew that one of the first things we had to tackle because I mean, their rail trail is the same as almost every rail trail where it closes from dusk till dawn. Yeah. And we knew immediately that that's the first thing we had to tackle. Just like that's the first thing we had to tackle in Cowboys. Like, Hey, yeah. Runners yeah. were going to be going overnight. Yeah. So in our very first phone conversation, that's one of the very first things that we brought up. And she said, okay, that would just require a special use permit. Mm -hmm. We said, sounds good. And that's what we got was a special use permit. But I guess in that permit, it never said mm -hmm. that never we were going overnight. And I don't know what changed their mind, what happened. And the last thing I want to do is. Yeah. Uh, talk poorly about them or anything like that. But the worst part about the whole situation was just from, for our runners, you know, mm -hmm. our runners yeah. invested so much time in it, into that and everyone was looking forward to it, including us. And then for that to happen that close to the race, yeah. it was, it was very devastating for us. And, and I mean, it sucked financially and, and all that stuff, but it was yeah. more devastating because it just felt like we let our runners down. Yeah. That puts you guys in a, in a, in a really tough position. And, but it's, you know, from my perspective, watching and I know, you know, knowing you guys and your, your reputation, it seems like most of the runners, like, I mean, they, you know, we've had, we've had races canceled before for things. And, and you, if, if you, if the, the character of the race director and you kind of know what they're about, it's like, okay, you know, sounds like most people just like, yeah, this really sucks. But, you know, and you guys said, you know, you can use it, use your, you know, your credits for an another race and everything. You, you did everything you could do. And it was obvious. I think it made it a little easier to swallow, you know, a tough yeah. pill. But, you know, it seems like it was, it sucked, but most people were like, ah, dang, okay, well, what's next? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and, kind of the vibe we got. Yeah, as well. and unfortunately, it was so close to the actual race itself that we couldn't even get out there and try to find an alternate route or something else yeah. to do. So like, yeah, we considered that too. We're like, is it going to be the kind of event that we put on? Like we have standards and is it going to meet those standards? And we just didn't have time. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the, the beautiful things about rails to trails, you know, like at Prairie spirit and, and you guys at, at cowboy it's, 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 it's nice. You don't, you worry about some road cross, you have road crosses and stuff, but mm -hmm. you know, it's like, not like you couldn't, It'd have been a different race if you guys had been like, all right, we have a route on the road in the, in the middle of Missouri, you know, it, it, that just wouldn't. Yeah. Or, or, you know, or even if you guys would have come up with some kind of a, a looped, uh, you know, a short loop course or something, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't have been the same. I mean, you know, it might've been, might've been an option, but 
it's not what you know people wanted a 225 right. mile on a trail you know exactly yeah. Yeah. And you're also redoing all your aid stations all your sleep stations getting making sure those same volunteers can go to the new aid station yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do all of that in a matter of 10 days yeah 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 it's impossible and get the information out because you got runners like hey what are we doing you know it's like <laughs> the day before okay here's what we got planned you know it's like, yeah. yeah 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 Oh, man. We'll tell you what you're running with the game. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that doesn't work out real well because, you, you know, people are already a bundle of nerves right before that. Yeah. So, well, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, hopefully that you guys don't get burned again with stuff. I, I know. Uh, and I would definitely want to talk about Summit because I want to hear all about it. I'm excited about that because it's it's a great time for me. It's during the summer when I don't have as much of a schedule for school. And then I love Colorado. And so, yeah, we can talk about that. But so. But I noticed you guys have, you know, you have the sign up there, but everybody jumps into the wait list because you're still working on on permitting and and I'm sure reading the pine print and everything. Is, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so tell me about the Summit 200, guys. What's what's how was this born? And and I want to hear all the as, as much as you can reveal right now. I want to hear it. Well, the Summit has always been kind of our dream race to create a. 200 miler because that's really what we're the most interested in that's it's what i'm the most interested in as far as running and stuff like that it's those zero repetition 200 yeah so we always wanted to create one in summit county because summit county has always been near and dear to us we, i mean when i was growing up as a kid i took vacations every year and casey and i have been going there together since we got together and hikings it's been a week or two out there every year we just think it's one of the best and most beautiful places in so we were actually talking and thinking about the Summit 200 before we ever even put on Cowboy, you know, but we weren't going to start with that monster, you know, yeah, yeah. Cowboy was a, a lot better introduction than the 200. So that's kind of the reason that we wanted to create it in the first place. As far as what, what do you want to know about it? I guess, yeah. <laughs> man, it's basically entirely planned. Already yeah. as far as the aid stations, we have the locations for all those. We have cutoffs. We have the entire course planned. Like you said, it's just about getting the permit permits at this point. Mm -hmm. Registration is open right now, but you don't pay anything for signing up. It's basically just a placeholder. And then once we do get our permits, likely February, March. February or March, because the National Forest actually will not even look at first year events until February. We'll not approve them until February. The National Forest Service won't. So that's that's why it's going to take that long. Gotcha. But at that point, everyone would just be charged and the price will actually go up a little bit. So it would benefit people to get in earlier just because they'll get it for the cheapest price and they'll have a spot. Because we gotcha. really haven't advertised this race at all. Other yeah. than we just said to our friends on Facebook that it's yeah, everyone who signed up was just heard that way. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. about it. We wanted people. We made the wait list because we wanted people. We know how much planning for a runner this kind of event takes, and so we wanted people to have enough time exactly. to get the time off from work to make the reservations that they need to make and things like that. So we wanted to give people a heads up, just mm -hmm. so like you're not going to sign up for a 200 miler in March. That's right. Angel. Yeah. Most people. Yeah. Most people. Some people do. Some people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's so, so the race, give me a, do, do you know, like I, I saw there's a lot of, a lot of elevation out there. Is it like, it's like 40, 40,000 feet of gain on the 200? Yeah. yeah. Just under. Yeah. Yeah. Just nice. under 39, five or something like that. Yeah. And then as far as distance, it equals out to ride around 200. I think it's about 202 miles, 201.6. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So we're pretty close. Um, yeah. And then the big factor, the thing that everyone's talking about is the altitude, right? Yeah. 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 There's nothing else that really compares to the Summit 200 as far as altitude is concerned in the zero repetition 200 mile world, at least. The lowest altitude is over 9,000 feet. It would be in our first section. It's 9,026 feet. That is the lowest you're going to get on the course. Wow. Um, the highest altitude is over 13. Let's see. 
that that that's exactly what I was going to bring up because it seems like it's a yeah. high 200. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. So there's eight sections that su- surpass 11,000 feet, four that surpass 12,000 feet, and one that surpasses 13,000 feet. The lowest section is your, your starting section. The lowest mm-hmm. point in the race is where we Third start finish. in Frisco. Yeah. Uh, but each of those eight sections that I mentioned start and end in the 9,000s. So okay. you might go up to 12,000, 13,000 feet, but you're starting much lower than that and you're ending quite a bit lower than that too, you know? So a lot up and down, um, you might get to 13,000 feet, 12,000 feet, but you're not going to spend a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of time there. Okay. A couple miles and then you'll head back down basically. And a lot of points from when we went out and actually hiked this and did this, you get up there and that's about the easiest part is when you're at altitude because it finally levels out. Nice. Nice. Dude, that's, that sounds fantastic. Cause there, there are, there are a lot of beautiful mountains in, in Summit County. And so, I mean, yeah, you guys just kind of, how much of it is, is a single track? How much of it is, you know, pavement, you know, or, or roads or whatever. What's, what's it look like? So very little, very, very little pavement. Mm-hmm. Um, rec path. probably, yeah, I guess the only paved section would be like rec path, not mm-hmm. paved highway or road. Yeah. So the, right. some of the first section as you're getting, I guess, out of Frisco, you do, uh, you know, some, some mileage on paved rec path and then, then get yep. mountains <laughs> in the mountains. Yeah. 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 We do use quite a bit of forest service road, but that being said, those are some of the best views of the course or like yeah. four yeah. by four roads. They're just gorgeous like yeah. you don't even care that you're running on a four by four road yeah like, yeah it feels like a trail to me yeah a nice. lot of people when they hear the forest roads they get kind of turned off about that but like when we were out there planning it and i was on those roads like she said they were some of the best sections of the mm-hmm. course um and there was no vehicles on them i mean the roads yeah. that we we are on they're serious four by four roads so yeah. you'd almost have to have a modified vehicle to, to even attempt driving on something like that. But as far as percentage, this is just a guess. I'd say probably like 40, 40 single track and forest road, 40%, mm-hmm. 40%. Okay. Yeah. And then the last 20% would be made up between rec path and, and cutting through town and cutting through town, which might okay. be frictions of pavement, but I'd say less than 2%. That's roads. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Paved roads. There's yeah. no highway running. Gotcha. That's, a lot that's, of it's on the Colorado Trail. There's quite a few sections mm-hmm. on the Colorado. Nice. Okay. When I I, th- I think that's fantastic. You know, you, when you look at other races, uh, you look at uh, Arkansas Traveler. There's a lot of Forest Service road there, Jeep roads and stuff like that, gravel roads. You look at Leadville. I mean, Leadville's got a lot of you know, and so I mean, that a forty forty split. That's 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 pretty good. And if it's if it's got a view. You know, you, you can you don't have to look down at your feet as much. You can enjoy the view. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, nice. and I think, you know, when you're making a point to point anything, you're going to have to have road yeah, to loop. connect to the trail. There's no trail that's going to be all trail for 200 miles for a loop. It's yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to connect them. <laughs> we tried, we tried to find a course that had as much as we could of yeah. trail. But, Single track. Yeah. Yeah. Do, uh, so what w- what are the uh, distances uh, for the, from the aid station to aid station looking like? Let me pull that up for you. So our longest distance uh, between an aid station is about 25 miles. Okay. That's going to be a long one. And that's probably, uh, on paper, that's probably your crux section right there. Yeah. It's late late in the race, 25 miles and the over 6,000 feet of elevation gain and almost 1,000 feet of elevation loss. Gotcha. But average between aid stations... 14, 15 miles yes. between. So I guess we've got 13 aid stations and 200 miles. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so I don't the know. The average is about 14 and a half miles. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, pretty, pretty standard, you know, compared to destination trails races, you know, every now and then you've got a, you've got a, a long outlier that you just got to plan for, you know, you just, exactly. you yeah. got yeah. it. You, if you know about it ahead of time, you know, if it surprises you, then it's an issue. <laughs> if, if, if you know about it ahead of time, that's on you, you know? 
no, that's, that's, that's awesome. And it sounds, sounds fantastic, man. I, I hope you guys get all the, you know, hope everything flows through as far as permitting and on your, your, and I know it's also, you know, where you have your aid stations and all you've got to, I guess that's part of the permitting and, you know, permission. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Are you guys, are all your aid stations, do you have any that are like, you know, sometimes you can get like a, a building or something like that, or are you just having to put them kind of, you know, tents and stuff? So this is almost entirely oh, going to be pop-ups. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's so much more remote than like Cowboy. Cowboy, you go through a town yeah. every 10 miles. We go through towns, but they're mainly at the beginning of the race. And then you're, you're out there. I you mean, go you go through Breck the later in, later in the race. That's the only one. Yeah. Uh, so it's mainly primitive trailheads, okay. uh, campgrounds okay. is kind of what we have planned right now. So sleep stations are basically going to be tents. Yeah. How many sleep, sleep stations you guys are going to have on it? We're planning on four right okay. now. Okay. And that would put a, one in the first half of the race and three in the second half of the race. Okay. It's what no. the plan is right now. We're still working with the places, the campgrounds and stuff to iron all that out. Yeah. Cool. But now, plan now. You're limiting the, the first year to a hundred runners. Did I see that? Yes, we are. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's good. I mean, it's make to like make bite off more than we can. Choose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's good. hundred runners, you can you can kind of manage it and and see how it goes, and then probably easier. Is it easier to you have to permit it for a certain amount of runners or people too? Is that? Yeah, uh, you do, but they haven't really been. They haven't really told us that we needed to limit to limit oh. it to a hundred runners. Okay. We just kind of do that because for all of our first year events, we try yeah. to be conservative with it. Yeah. Uh, not only to make it easier on us and to kind of decide what we can handle for the next year. We know we can handle hundred runners. That's what we're on first. Yeah. That gives us an idea of what we might be able to handle on year two. Yeah. Not only because of that, but also because one of the most rewarding aspects of race directing for Casey and I is that we get to interact with our runners a little yeah. bit during their races and see them as they go, follow them along. Yeah. And then be there at the finish line for every single finisher. So we never want it to take away from, we never want to get some too many runners and sacrifice that just to get more runners. Right. Yeah. And uh, sh shame on me because I haven't run one of your races yet, but I've heard from, 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 you know, people that have run you guys races that, you know, they just, they've loved you guys and, and appreciated, you know, the, your, your, your obvious heart during the race. And I think that's important. I think it's important in a lot of that, you know, you know, I coach runners and stuff and that's, Man, that's one of the things I love the most is when I can sit down with somebody after they've achieved their goal of their first 50 mile, 100 mile or 200 mile and just celebrate with them, you know, and like, yeah, you know, I, I love that. You know, you walk with them through it and you guys get to do that part of this part of the race. You're walking through through the race with people who, you know, there's a lot of them. It's their first or for this one, it'll be their first time doing this one, you know. <laughs> exactly yeah so it's you know and and then for race directors my friend Edie, who's doing it one of the things she's she loved and she's talked about is she loved being there at the finish line handing somebody their buckle you know mm -hmm. and giving them a nasty sweaty hug you know yeah. and just <laughs> you know i love that that's yeah that's, that's our favorite yeah part. And especially when you you know who they are you yeah. get to know them throughout the race you we try to learn everyone's name throughout a race can't always do it, but we try. Yeah. At least we know a little bit about how their race has gone all the way up to that point. Like, for example, Cowboy, 200 miles, you know, 60, okay. 80 hours. And we've seen them struggle this whole time. And then to be able to hand them the buckle when they cross the line and to see all their emo the emotion in them and their crew. And, I mean, every single race we get choked up. And, I mean, it, it is so awesome. Yeah. So that that's why we do it. That's, that's why we do I mean, you got to make money on it a little bit. Otherwise it doesn't work. Right. You know, right. We'd have to get real jobs if we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. In the end, that's why we do it. Yeah. I relate. Same thing with, with coaching. You know, I have to justify to my wife the time I'm in this office working on the coaching stuff and, and on calls with people and everything else. So I have to, you know, I have to make a little bit with it, but I, I, I love doing it. And, and, and you, and you guys know the feels, you know, you've been out there on the course racing and crewing for these big races and you know when you've been out there for 200 miles and you've been helping him for 200 miles that 
that feeling like you can relate when you see that in other people it's like yeah i i know (laughs) i know what you're feeling right now man and uh, come give me a hug here's your here's your buckle that you earn you know like you earn that and that's yeah that's beautiful man that's that's beautiful to be a part of that on the other side yeah definitely so this is i haven't seen anything on this this is probably the most important question about the summit 200 on everybody's mind what's the buckle look like <laughs> we haven't even thought about the buck. Okay, okay, all right. Hundred <laughs> percent working on all of the permit. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Like it's not just the National Forest Service. We have to get a permit from every town that we run through. Yeah, yeah. County. We had to talk to Bureau of Land Management. It's just so many pieces that we have to fit to together. Use the rec trail. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Somebody else owns the rec path. And two the crazy entities. I mean, yeah, it's a whole different ball game compared yeah. to our other races, yeah. you know. Yeah, and yeah. Get like the Triple Crown races and Cocodona and those new how how big of a task they are. Yeah, to take on, and I understand more about like thoughts of them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is tremendously expensive. I mean, yeah. it, it costs. For Breckenridge, it costs us three hundred and fifty dollars just to ask, ask them. Ask permit. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> to just fill out the application, maybe you're going to get it. <laughs> that's that's crazy. It kind of gives you a I don't know, like when you think about when when Candace did Tahoe and she was just this, you know, woman who said, "I want to do a race two hundred mile around Tahoe." Nobody was yeah. doing that, and right. and to to that. She just kind of made it happen. And, you know, th- I mean, it kind of gives you an appreciation for what she's accomplished. Absolutely. With all that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For sure. A lot of respect for what she's done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I- I'm excited, guys. I, you know, I-, I am hoping I can be out there. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I'm- <laughs> we'll, 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 uh... I think we're going to get it. Like I said, the permits are hard, but it, I mean, everyone yeah. has seemed open. Everyone has seemed to it. Like they're on board. It's yeah. Just, they can't approve us until a certain time. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I, I, I hope it happens whether I'm there or not. And I hope I'm there. So, <laughs> oh man. Well, so, so you got that, that going on. So you guys are, I mean, really with a, your race schedule stays pretty, pretty full. And if anybody listening, you can, it's a, it's ultraburstsupplements.com. You go there and there's a, a, you can click on races and it has a list of their races and, you know, all different kinds of races, the, the sticks, the, the six, 12, 24, 48, 72 hour, had some friends run that the eternal damn damnation backyard ultra basically run till you can't run no more. Cause you're rest. Yeah. That one's sold out in five months. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That, yeah. That one's in, in April. You got your Hell Creek half and 50K, Hell Creek 100 and 100 K, 20 mile. I mean, just you, you guys have added some stuff. You got your wait, the front range ultra days you guys just added too. We did, uh, yes. Yes, we're yeah. very excited about we're super that. Pumped for that one. The 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 FRUD. FRUD. The FRUD. <laughs> yeah. I, I just totally forgot. We need to we need to talk about that one because I was I was looking, you know, when you guys posted, of course, I'm like, oh, where's it at? What's going on? You know, it's, you know um tell tell me about that one. We wanted to put on like a trail running festival kind of. Okay. And we wanted it to be long, like hundred. I'd say hundred hours is our total time. Yeah. The festival will be going on. We kind of wanted it in a park in a city, but that was so hard to find one that would let you be in there overnight in a city. Most yeah. places just are like, no, we don't do overnight events. <laughs> but the parks department in Loveland was like, oh, heck yeah, absolutely, let's nice. do it. So they were so responsive and so it's happening yeah yeah that's totally cool dusk till dawn you know so i mean and we saw the rules on most of their websites we knew that it was basically a shot in the dark when they reached out when most just told us no which we totally understood and then once you get that nailed down then you gotta ask them if now we can camp in the park which is normally illegal to camp in a park as well so yeah yeah we honestly went into it not really expecting anyone to actually agree with us on any of these things. Yeah. Luckily we did uh, explore Loveland because 
they were immediately tremendously helpful mm -hmm. and supportive of mm -hmm. the event. Yeah. Nice. It's so, yeah. yeah. What was so? I was looking at the that the course, and it looks like you got mountain views, but it's the, the you know the course itself is pretty flat. How big of a loop is it? Two miles. Two miles. Yep. Two mile loop, and it's around there's some ponds and stuff, and mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, nature preserve. You basically yeah. run from the park, run around a nature preserve, and come back in the park. Yeah. Is is it is it paved, crushed gravel? What's it What's it like? So oh. what do we decide? Eighty percent. Eighty percent gravel. Okay. And then twenty percent paved. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Sidewalk or rec path again. Yeah. So. so, so you guys' vision for this is hundred hour kind of a trail festival where people are are, are running, hanging out, enjoying being together. Let's go run mm -hmm. a lap. Let's hang out. Let's run four laps. Let's hang out. Kind of, kind of mm -hmm. something like that. Just kind of a yeah. laid back. I mean, it's a race, kind of. See how many miles you want to see how many miles you get, but but it's also a time to just to be together. You're like run some. Yeah. Let's run some laps together. Let's 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 enjoy each other's company. Exactly. And a little tighter thing than, you know, than these 200 miles, you get very spread out. You know, right. yep. we spend yep. a lot of time in no man's land. This is like, you, it's every man's land all the time, you know, because <laughs> you got to be there. So, yeah. Uh, no, that's running communities and get to, together kind of, and just, just hang out and have a good time. Yeah. Nice. That's, that sounds awesome. Run what you feel like, don't run what you don't feel like. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I don't remember, is it where you can, like, if you can only jump in for, a, a couple days or something like that you can you can just kind of come in when you when you can and and oh yeah we have okay. all sorts of different options as far as distances we have a hundred hour 72 hour 48 hour 24 hour 12 hour six hour and then as far as distances are concerned we've got a 200 and a 100 okay um, and with all of those you get a few different options about when you want to start i mean obviously the hundred hour you can only start at one time because that's the entire duration yeah. of the race. Yeah, yeah. You got a couple different options for all the other times mm -hmm. and distances when when you could potentially start that race. And then you can say so you're doing the 72 or the 100. You don't have to stay there the whole time. You could get a hotel if you wanted to. You wouldn't have to camp and you could leave and come back as much time as you yeah. want. Uh, so. Nice. And, and, and can the, the runners set up camp too yes yep nice yeah so i think yeah. we're so we're still working out how they want us to have rvs but i think that's going to be a thing too a separate parking area for them too mm -hmm. nice cool so basically we rented their shelter which has restrooms in it and a nice covered area right there in the middle of the park and on one side of that's going to be our start finish line uh, and we're going to have chip timing at the race and then on the other side is going to be Tim City, yeah. the camping area. And no. so right in the middle of that will be the the shelter where everyone can kind of hang out and stuff. It should be really, really cool. So I'm looking through right now while we're talking and, you know, a few people have already signed up and somehow I knew she was because something she said, but Christine Tokars is already in for the 100 hours. <laughs> She's awesome, man. I yeah. love her. Yeah, we met her at Cowboy. The first year at Cowboy. She's yeah. very yeah, she's she's run like everything. She's yeah. always it's just she, so cool deal, man. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And I see, I see. Okay, I probably don't need to be out and everybody who's in there because, <laughs> but I see a few other familiar names in there. That's cool. That's good. That's good. There's some good company that's going to be there already. So there yeah. Is. yeah, that's awesome. Oh, well, good deal. So yeah, so it's going to be a big a big year. You know, two different races and totally different kind. You know, you I mean. Mm -hmm. Lengthwise, distance-wise, you know, it could be similar, you know, time-wise, but a two-mile loop at a park is 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 not nearly as an undertaking as <laughs> Summit 200. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't even think the races for sure. Well, and, you know, you get people that love one. Yeah. Make the other. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and. I, you know, and I haven't done a whole lot of looped courses. I have done some, and my wife's like, those are just stupid. And I was like, it has its own challenge, man. You know, it's a mental challenge. You know, uh, I did, I did, you know, two different treadmill challenges, 100 miles on the, tre on the oh, yeah. treadmill. And dude, it, it was rough. And I said I'd never do it again the first time, and I did it again. But, but it's a mental, you know, it's just a different kind of challenge, you know. And, yeah. and so you, it's just totally different. But this, this one's, if you got people, it, when you run with people, it, it kind of makes it, 
different, you know, it's, uh, yeah. you can, it, it helps lighten the load a little bit, you know, some of you got the views point to point, And then this, you got people. I didn't even ask where does summit finish? Frisco. Frisco. Oh, okay. Then Frisco. Yeah, it's okay. Got loop. it. Got it. Big loop. Got it. Oh, okay. 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 I got you. Okay, cool. That's awesome. All right. So more a few different options on that course. Like we had point to points, we had loops. I mean, we made the route. Five or six different times spent probably eight hours just on route making. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's tricky in, in Colorado because you can't have competitive events in wilderness areas. Oh, that's hmm. not allowed in Colorado. Probably has about as much wilderness areas as anywhere. I mean, Silverthorne's surrounded surrounded by, by, by wilderness areas, so we yeah. can't get into any of those spots. Gotcha. So we had to make we we definitely wanted it to be zero repetition. We wanted to make either a a loop or a point to point that avoided those wilderness yeah. areas. Gotcha. So, huh? Yeah, you get you get no competitive competitions. We won't give out trophies for for first. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing it for fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's kind of it's almost, I mean, I know, I know, you know, people race like the other two hundreds and stuff, but they call it, you know, it's an endurance run. You know, it's <laughs> it, they don't call you know don't call them a, a race necessarily, but you know, people do compete and try to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's semantics, I guess, but <laughs> yeah. Well, so what else are you guys excited for next year? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm Chase, I'm hitting, I'm looking at your ultra sign up, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited for that excited for the triple crown. Yeah. So, so what are you most apprehensive uh, about, you know, when you're looking at the triple crown and, you know, I don't know, what's, which ones are you? What's your, what's your, what's your, your big concern in doing it or what you training hardest for? Bigfoot's the one I'm the most excited about. I'm yeah. very excited about Bigfoot. I've done Moab. So yeah. I'm very excited about Tahoe as well. I'm, I'm excited about all of them, but you know, the main goal for the whole thing is just to get through them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Three, two hundreds in six months. So the way I'm approaching it is I just got to get through Tahoe and try to make it as easy as possible. There's no yeah, way to yeah. make a 200 easy, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to get through that one with the least amount of accumulated yeah. damage as possible. Yeah. Uh, even if it means not going as quickly as, as I'm capable of. Right. And then just kind of feeling it out from there with, with Bigfoot and then Moab. But obviously, the main thing I'm concerned about is just getting through them all. That, that, that is the goal, to get through them. Yeah. As far as training is concerned, now that I'm out in Colorado, I can train for these so much better than I have ever been able to. You know, in yeah. Kansas, I had to find a 50-foot hill and run up and down it 100 times, you know, <laughs> to get 5,000 yeah. 5, feet. Uh, now it's it's nothing to walk out the door and get two or 3,000 feet on even a fairly short run. Yeah, that's that's fantastic, man. So do you know if it have they has she released if Tahoe is gonna circumnavigate the the, the no it won't this year. Nope. They're no. still waiting for some repairs to be done on that side of the trail. So yeah. I know they got rid of a little part of the out and back to make it two hundred miles. Yeah. They just okay. changed that and kind of did an update on that, but still not gonna be a full loop yet. Yeah. Was it okay. they renewed it? Have you done it? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I did it in 2018 and it was when the first, it was the fifth year of, of having it. So we did it the reverse route around and it was, it was, it was good. It was, it was beautiful. And I, I DNF'd it a couple of years ago when it was out, it was from heavenly to heaven, to heaven and back to heavenly and back from the normal starting point. And I know last year they, I think they started in heavenly and did, you know, out and backs the opposite way. I was yeah. like, wow, what a crazy. That's what they're doing this year. Okay. Yeah. So, which is not, you know, it, you still get a lot of the, I mean, it's a, the whole area is beautiful. I love that area. Tahoe's gorgeous. So that'll be good. And then, yeah, I have, I have business at Bigfoot. I'm hoping 2025, I'm going to go back and get Bigfoot done. I went in, you know, I think, I think with your mindset, man, going into it, um, like that, like not trying to kill yourself, I think it's going to help you. Like when I went to Moab this year, I had an attitude of gratitude and just like, I wasn't, when I went in the first time, I was like, hashtag beat Goggins. I'm running with David Goggins <laughs> the first little bit. And, and I was like, you know, and I was in shape, I was in good shape and stuff, but just, you know, everything went down South. Everybody heard the story of my demise, 
But, and, but, you know, I just went into it with that more concern. Like, I just want to get it done. I want to be present. I want to experience it. Yeah. And I just kept up, kept such a positive attitude, even in some of the sections that were really, they've added, you know, they've added some, some, some to it, you know, so be prepared for yeah. that this year. Some, some gnarly climbs and, but it was, it was like, all right, it, it, I just accepted it. Like, all right, this is yeah. going to suck. Let's do it. You know, the last section sucked. This section is going to suck. Let's do it. You know, that's, you know, yeah. And, and my wife, you know, she saw the difference in me for this one. Like I was just really was able to keep that, keep my mind in check mm -hmm. and just had fun. Yeah. I had a sleep plan. Are you going to, are you going to do a sleep plan or anything? We usually plan it out a month or so before the race. Gotcha. About what I want to do. Yeah. But I'm still trying to figure that out. Still trying yeah. to perfect that. It's, it's hard, man. And an hour and a half a night or an hour. Yeah. I don't know if it'd benefit me to go more. And I don't know if it'd benefit me to go less, really. I mean. Yeah. I, I planned for, I, I went ahead and I planned because I wasn't running it hard. I planned for three hours a night. But the first night, like I slept for, I laid back for 45 minutes and I popped up and I felt like a million bucks. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going out. I'm done. Mm -hmm. You know, and I went out and the next yeah. night, I think I slept about two hours and I was like, yeah, I'm done. And then the, the next night, the alarm woke me up at three hours. I was like, yeah. you know, I was like, uh, and I was, yeah, I was like, I guess I'm going to finish, you know? So, but, but anyway, that, that worked for, you know, I had a, had the plan, but I was ready to, you know, I didn't, I wasn't militant about it. I wasn't going to lay there and make myself lay there for two more hours. If 45 yeah. minutes was good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I felt good. I, I only took a, a couple dirt naps during it, you know, I was getting pretty tired on my feet during the day and I saw this flat rock underneath the tree with some shade and I laid down for 10 minutes. That was good. And then one other time I, I laid down for a few, about five, seven minutes and that was it. So anyway, I, you know, you know, it, it, everybody's a little bit different with what they need in, in their sleep plan, but I, I, I had the plan and then I, I pivoted when I needed to. So. Right. You know. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing is being able to I mean, if you have a plan, being able to accept Flexible. the fact that that plan might crumble and yeah. you might adjust as you go along. Because mm -hmm. yeah. in 200 miles, something's going to gonna throw you off. And, and that happened, Moab, yeah. the first year. Yeah, You got destroyed that first day. Mm -hmm. And basically, we had to do damage control from that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and they started, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to do the noon start again this year. That, that actually worked out because that, there's some, that, some of those first sections are just killer, man. <laughs> and if you, and if yeah. you have an issue with hydration and stuff like I did, I just could not bounce back from it. Mm -hmm. And so that, that actually, it helped. And I didn't, I didn't beat myself up for having to power hike a lot of sections. I just like, eh, I'm power hiking. All right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm, I'm moving, whatever. You know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, before I'd have been like, I should be running. Uh, but yeah, I'm moving. Yeah, it's good. Same. Yeah. Move in the right direction anyways. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that approach yeah. in the past at races. That's, that's kind of how I've been to just getting so big of a hurry and you're on, you're on mile 15 of 240 miles. <laughs> hurry. <laughs> exactly. Dude, chill, chill, just chill. <laughs> exactly. Uh, sounds so crazy when you think about it, but uh, when you get in that situation, it's just so easy to get caught up. Yeah, finally doing it. Your mind's going freaking crazy, and you don't want to get behind on your pace. Yeah, um, so that's that's what I'm going to try to do this nice. year. Is just kind of chill out a little bit. Nice, man. I, I'm, I'm a, yeah. If you hear with him, gonna be fun. <laughs> I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, okay, I'm just running this as a training race, and she looks at me like, whatever, you know, because right. I I'll end up because uh, in the past I'm and now I'm better about it, but in the past I've like like oh wait. I'm in third place. Oh, I could get second, you know, and then, you know, you know, you know and, and I start racing, but I don't do that as much anymore. So getting old, but, <laughs> but so, you know, you're getting ready for the the racing and stuff, but somebody has got to get ready for all the crewing. Are, are you going to be crewing all three of them? I am. Okay. Yeah. Me and the schnauzers, me yeah. and our yeah. two dogs, they're old <laughs> nice. enough that we can't leave them anywhere. Yeah. They might not make it through them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So they go everywhere with us now. So I will be dog momming and crewing all three nice, of them. Yeah. Nice, nice. It it uh, I think I think the toughest one, like when I go back to Bigfoot, Bigfoot's uh, a tall. I've heard that. That's what yeah. I didn't make it 
for it to live out of the vehicle for four days or so. See, yeah, I think they drive about 800 miles crewing, and I, I'm toying with if I go back just for for my you know just anyway i'm toying with just going do it without just going do it myself when i go back and just drop bag it uh, just because of that the last time i dropped it it was she didn't get to experience a whole lot of it because i and I, it was a mental drop but i dropped pretty early on and uh, you know she didn't get to anyway we still drove two hours back you know to right. get back to where we needed yep. to from from yeah. mile 70 or something you know it's like it was yeah. crazy yeah so you you gotta have to gear yourself up man good thing i like roughing it yeah 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 and then and then hopefully he's nice to you when he gets to you know yes, to, he's he always is. pretty neat good pretty yeah yeah he's i've seen happy. him this is like the only time he's happy to see me every time so. <laughs> that's, that's great it it does something though i know you know when i know my wife's going to be at the next aid station it's like oh, i get to see jennifer you know and it just that's helps really to a little, a little boost and stuff and I seen you suffering pretty good. I think it was at uh, at Flat Rock, and it was hot, and I was crewing, and uh, you you stayed pretty positive, and everybody was suffering out there. But you know, and you still you had a lot of done a lot of running and had a lot left. But you, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you you stayed. You know, that's mindset's a huge part of it. So yeah, it is. yeah. He's that, pretty good at that that section. Like he's pretty good at not getting into his head too far, but like getting into his head enough to where it's beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. You got to acknowledge what's going on. You got to acknowledge like that's like, like that sucked or I, I'm hurting. I need to do something. I'm thirsty. I need, I'm, you know, or my mood's getting funky. I need to probably eat some mm -hmm. calories. You, you know, you got to acknowledge the reality of the situation, mm -hmm. but, yeah. but you can't let it take you down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and then I saw you've got across the years, 200 mile or two. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> I wasn't expect. I wasn't expecting that response. <laughs> he literally looked at it, and then 15 minutes later, he was signed up. So we so, were pretty much thinking. What to say? You really thought it through there, just... Yeah, I'm like, I guess it's been too long since I raced, and I and I wanted to do something. But normally, the loops, short loops, and flat courses just do not interest me at all. And this yeah. is a one mile loop on a super flat course for 200 miles. Yeah, I, I think it'll be fun just because it's going to be kind of how we envision Fred being, you know, there's going to be yeah. a ton of people there. There'll be a ton of people we know, kind of like an ultra running festival. Yeah. So I think that'll be fun. And I just kind of want to see what I can actually do on a, a flat course like that. Cause I've never, you've never ran, never ran anything like yeah. that before. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. for race, I mean, I mean, that's what I train mainly in Kansas is just flats, but. Yeah, I guess I got so burnt out on them from training that I never wanted to do one for a race, you know. Yeah, I'm a lot more interested in that mountainous races with long distances between aid stations. I really like the long distances between aid stations where you yeah. gotta carry a pack and you gotta be out there for six, eight hours at a time sometimes, you know. Yeah, so this is going to be a totally different experience for me, but I am looking forward to it. it it's going to be different. I mean, like, because you know, you got you. Bigfoot, Tahoe, and Moab out in the elements in the mountains and climbs and, and then you can go run in a circle. <laughs> 500 people. Yeah. yeah, it's a big circle, but it's, yeah, it's, it's with 500 people, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be its own challenge. Yeah, so what? Oh, man. Well, well, I'm, I'm excited for you, man. Get out there and, and, and kill that triple crown, man. Enjoy yourself. And, man, I hope you, hope you just, get all you can out of it and and just be present man i hope you can you know just be present in all of those and because such yeah. different terrain and everything else and they all have their own beauty just yeah just suck it up <laughs> yeah yep. that's been my dream the triple crown's been my dream so i'm gonna, yep. like you said i'm gonna try try my best to just enjoy it no matter what's going on yeah yeah you're able to exactly not many yeah. people are able to do such things yeah so Try to remember yeah. that. It's his yeah. birthday present as well. It's his 40th birthday. I didn't know nice. that. <laughs> now, you, now you know. <laughs> Happy birthday, homie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, I, you know, like for Christmas, I, I, my wife's like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, can I sign up for? <laughs> She's like, no, like I need to get you something. I was like, I don't want anything. I just want to go. Write it down and wrap it in a little. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly. Can I can I go do the summit two hundred? <laughs> you know, because that's all I want to do. I don't want stuff. Anything I want, it has to do with running a race or you know, that's like now I am too, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't like don't buy me stuff I don't need. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Well, hey. So how how's everything going as far as Ultraverse supplements? Because I know what's cool is you guys, you know. You have the the supplements, and that's what you offer at your at your races. And yeah. so, uh, you know, I've I've got it, you know, and I I love the taste. I like the feel when I'm running. It's you got to work with mixing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. about, that's that's yeah. the that's the challenge. But one of the runners that that I coach, Andy, he's he loves it. You know, he yeah. he uses it all the time. And when we're when he's doing his long runs, and he he tell you know puts everything he he drank, and he he doesn't bonk, man. He does well. So anyway, how's how's everything going with with the supplements and all? It's going really good. I mean, I mean, our races have been by far the best thing for our supplements and, you know, Cowboy was really big for it because people were taking Proxima the whole time for Cowboy and, mm -hmm. and a lot of them who used to have gut issues all the time, didn't have any gut issues, gut issues with Proxima. And so they started buying it and then just, I mean, since. I think the last time we talked to you, we didn't, we even didn't have, have Proxima, Proxima right? We no, it was, it was about to come out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that one has helped a lot. It's caught up to the other two oh, in sales, surpassed it, even though it came out a year later. It's been out nice. about half as much time. It's a cluster dextrin mix, Proxmas, which is why it's so difficult to give mix. To mix, yeah, to mix, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me personally, my Achilles heel was always uh, taking in enough calories during the race. Yeah. I don't do well with eating food. I mean, like at a race like Moab, I can stop. If I'm going to sit there for like 30 minutes, then I can mm. eat something. Yeah. I can't eat real food and continue to run. It'll just destroy me. Yeah. So I had to do it with liquid and I still couldn't take in enough from liquid when I was using traditional fuels. And so I started, I tried EFS by first endurance, which is the cluster dextrin based fuel. And that just solved all my problems. And so when I dug into it a little deeper, you know, cluster dextrin is the easiest carbohydrate on, on the stomach, almost as easy on the stomach as water alone. Mm. And so I just thought that was perfect for ultra runners. And that's what Proxima C is. It's about 60% cluster dextrin. And then it's got dextrose and fructose and palatinose in there as well. But we kind of went all in on Proxima and tried to make the absolute best ingredients and we we absolutely love it we need it we need to get another flavor out there we sure yeah and yeah yeah those if people can alternate flavors it it, it helps or whatever it but helps. but the the flavor is great and it's not it's not a strong flavor like some things yeah. i know some things that i that i've tried they're good and they don't mess with my stomach but like they're strong and you yeah. you know you know we get long into a race especially some of these longer ones you're like I don't get that away from me i don't even want to smell yeah. it you know it's like <laughs> exactly we wanted it to be very mild flavored that was my one complaint with bfs that was very so very strong flavored but it wasn't really i don't think it made purely for ultra runners um, right and that's kind of what all of our stuff is made yeah. for yeah. We had to argue with our manufacturer about how flavorful they're like, this isn't going to be like, we're like, no, people are going to be drinking this for days at a time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So yeah. you don't understand. Yeah. They're like, it needs to be a little sweeter. So it, it tastes better. I'm like, no, no. it needs to be less, less sweet. Yeah. You, you might like that sweetness for one or two drinks, but you're not going to like that sweetness after you drink 50 of these. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, you're in for the long haul. <laughs> exactly. No, that's, that's fantastic. That's good to hear, man. And, and like I said, I, I, I love it. And, and so for those listening, if you want to try it, you know, it's at ultraversesupplements.com and, you know, just, but you've got to, you know, it prepared ahead of time. I, I put it in a shaker bottle and, and, you know, just shake it up real good. And it's, it stays mixed, you know, once you do that and then just pour it in my 500 milliliter flasks and it's, it's good to go. You got to plan for it a little bit if you got like remote aid stations and stuff like that, but but it's fantastic. Mixing it in his bladder. Like we just put it in with the water, like put the water in, put the proximate in, like in the bladder, you're able to shake it up enough to where. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If I have a liter and a half bladder at least, then I can shake it up enough. I yeah. Or it's not going to clog my hose and you're not going to get the clumps and stuff. 
But okay. you can't put it in like a little flask yeah. Yeah. and do it because you, you, that'll clump too much. Gotcha. But I can shake enough of the bladder I found. Uh, but if you have a crew, what I like to do is I just put a whole bunch of it in a blender Maybe and get it blended up really well and then put it in gallon jugs. I, I think you guys, it was before you were selling it at Flat Rock. And I was like, I remember going, I think I was talking to you, you were getting stuff ready for him. And I, I was like, so what you doing? <laughs> What's what you got there? Not homebrew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That looks good. It smells good. What's going on? <laughs> this was using it. That was before, before we, we actually had it. Had it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have. We made it at home. Okay, gotcha. Of the raw ingredients. You know, I just bought cluster dextrin. I bought palatinose. I bought dextrose. I bought fructose. I bought all the electrolytes. Yeah. And then created it myself. And then I flavored it mm-hmm. myself. Nice. Uh, so it was Proxima C, just different. And I will tell you that this Proxima C tastes Much a heck better. of a lot better than that Proxima C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We got Proxima like two weeks after Flat Rock. Right? Yeah. Or the week yeah. after or something. But yeah, I mean, we had to make it at home. We came home from Flat Rock and unloaded. And Proxima. unloaded Proxima yeah. from the delivery truck. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> but you, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it just goes to show you, you're using, I like that, you know, you're not, it's not, you, it, it's something you're using. It's something you're, you, a problem that you tr- tried to solve for you, you exactly. know, and, and that'll work for others. And, and that, you know, you went out, when you go to bat, like, like, no, this flavor, because you're an ultra runner, you know, like, it needs to be subtle. It needs to be instead of saying, oh, yeah, just add some more to it. No, don't. Yeah. No, that's, that's fantastic. So well, I'm glad that I'm definitely glad to, glad to hear it's, it's doing well. And, you know, maybe we can invent some kind of like a 500 milliliter flask with a, put one of them little shaker thingies in it, a little, little wire yeah. thingy in it or something. Yeah. Hmm. That's a just, yeah, something like that. It, would the bottom come off so you can wash it? Or, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Anything else you guys got going on? I mean, uh, you, that's a lot, dude. You, you you got you got two new races on top of your or all your other races. You're racing the triple crowns. You're running in a circle and across the years. You got the supplement <laughs> stuff going on. You moved. You live in. <laughs> what, yeah, we're busy. Yeah, what what am I missing? I hope not, because you you guys might have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Are, are are you taking some time off for Christmas? <laughs> we, we are. are. We're, going, we're going, home for Christmas. going home for Christmas on Friday. Nice, nice. Well, good. And then turning around and going and running in circles and see you next. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, this kind it's of fun. our off season that, that's right how now. I like it. Yeah. Though, I mean, that's how I like it. I like to stay busy. Yeah. Busy if I'm not busy. Yeah. Well, how how are you guys handling traveling around for the races if you don't have an RV anymore? Are you just you just staying at hotels or something or camping out or? Depends on the race. Yeah. Okay. We will like for Cowboy, we did hotels. Yeah. Okay. My parents also have a camper that they let us borrow. Nice. For, if we need to, so that's what we're doing a lot for the Kansas races next year, since yeah. they're all out at Wilson, at the lake. So we'll just stay in their camper. For Katie, we were going to rent. We had rented had rent. an RV from Cruise, Cruise America, America, and we were yeah. just going to pick that up and travel along with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I foresee us doing that a lot, mm-hmm. just renting an RV, mm-hmm. a yeah. drivable one. Yeah. No, yeah, and I guess, yeah, it depends on the, all the races are so different. So you just got mm-hmm. to yeah. figure it out and go with the flow. Yeah. So. Luckily, the fix is pretty easy for us since it's at my parents' house. <laughs> so we don't have to. Real, I didn't realize that. That's funny. Yeah. 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 My dad mowed a course in his pasture and let us put a race on there. That's so. why it's the sticks. The I mean, the sticks. Is sticks, man. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's it, awesome. It's, it's, a, lot it's of fun. a fun race. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Very hard. I mean, it's a hard race. Really? I don't know if you've ever ran. I mean, there's not a ton of elevation gain, but it is hilly. Mm. I don't know if you've ever ran in a pasture, but. I have actually. I, we grew up, I grew up in a pasture, uh, four acres of pasture, and we just run around in them. But there's, there's like holes and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's always, it's never really level. It's always yeah. a little tilted one way, and it's soft. It's you know, yeah, soft dirt. Uh, but man, it's a fun race. It is. Yep. That's cool. That's good. Well, dude, I will be cheering you on and across the years and then for the Triple Crown and hopefully, you know, be hanging with you guys at Summit and and hopefully be helping crew at, at Cowboy and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, hopefully that 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 would be fantastic if I can get out there. So hopefully I get to see you guys more. It'd be good. I want to experience your your races and see how you guys operate and and everything. But looking forward to a good year for you guys, man. Thank you. We're excited. Yep, we can't wait. All right. Well, if anybody wants to look you guys up, I'll say it again. UltraburstSupplements.com. Any Facebook, Instagram you want to throw out there? Same. It's all Ultraverse Supplements. All of our races have Facebook groups. You're welcome to join. They're super fun, interactive. Pretty good community that we have going on in all of those groups. Most of our races, we announce every participant. So it provides a lot of engagement in the groups. Yeah, I like so that. 200, yeah. look up the Summit 200. You want Hell Creek, look up Hell Creek, look up Cowboy 200. You know, we have to approve most of those just so we don't get a bunch of spam. Yeah. We get a ton yeah. of spam if we if we don't actually look at who's um, trying to join. Huh? Yeah. We'll approve you if you're nice. real. Yeah, it's pretty pretty easy with the ultra runners because most of the time their profile's got like a, a a pack on or something or a bib or you're running or you know trekking poles. You know, pretty yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good deal. Well, hey, thank you guys. It, it was great catching up with you. I, I love that you've got a lot going on. And uh, man, keep it up. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you.